Welcome to Progressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, personal development and business coach. And each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring message or person to help you unlock creating a life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm going to centre the podcast all around loneliness. And hopefully if you've been following me by now, you know I am a big fan of supporting mental health and bringing change to our lives. And I want to bring some positive energy with this. And that part of positive I'm going to draw upon later as well for an experience I've been through recently. Because we are all impacted at some point by mental health, whether it's personally or through seeing a loved one have an experience of mental health problems. And I think it's really possible to say that this year has you know evidently shown us that people are wanting to be connected they're wanting to feel less isolated and lonely and the reality is people feel disconnected they don't feel a part of something and there's studies that showed that people are actually been living with others through lockdown are probably more likely to be lonely than those that have lived on their own purely because they're craving some alone time and some space And that's not disputing that people that have been alone and haven't seen anybody, hasn't had their own struggles at all. It's just the facts of the reality of where we sit with this at the moment. So this really got me thinking and I love exploring things and being curious and finding out more. So I I tend to go to studies out there that are very uh, either scientifically based or that I, I know I can trust. So they're, you know, they come from an accreditation or a body that I think, yeah, that's going to be um, research that's true because there is a wealth of information out there, as we know. And research from Stanford um, states around compassion and loneliness and that it can have an impact on our well-being by feeling lonely as almost as detrimental as having 15 cigarettes a day. And I was just completely, I thought this was absolutely staggering when I heard this. And 27% of millennials think that they don't have friends. And again, I say it like I'm questioning it, like I literally couldn't believe it. Because when you look at younger networks and people around, they seem very vibrant. And I thought, actually, though, when you take how social media is now, I don't think I'd want to go back 10 years to... um, uh, I'd rather go back to kind of how I was at school and education compared to how it is now with social media and the pressures that are on people. I was having a discussion with someone this week about it that, you know, people are consistently on their phones. You can work from your phone and, uh, you know, you feel that you've got to be showing up the whole time and smoking mirrors with Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, look, it's, it's mind blowing. And I guess when I started to reflect on that, I, I started to think I can understand the rationale behind those figures. So surely being lonely, and this is really clear, this is not a mental health problem, being lonely. It's rather the mental health problem would lead to loneliness. Um, But it needs consideration. Uh, It's not just about saying, get out of your comfort zone and connect with others. I don't, it's not that easy. And I don't think that's fair to say. I think it's almost rather selfish that we think that's all right to say as a statement. You know, we need to be more open-minded than that. And I think we need to be more understanding. And there was a quote by Robin Williams, and it's so powerful. And he said, I used to think the worst thing in life was to end up all alone. It's not. The worst thing in life is ending up with people who make you feel all alone. And I just had this moment of thinking, you know, how do we stop feeling lonely then? You can't say, do meditation, get your sleep, exercise every day, drink water, eat healthy. Yet we know all of that. We aren't doing it. 
the same when people come to me for coaching and they have the answers. This is what's unique about coaching is we, the coach draws out the answers from the client. They need accountability. They need someone to give them structure, to give them clarity, to ask them the questions that they're not going to ask themselves and to then hold them account to that. So it really got me thinking, how else can we look at stopping feeling lonely? And this word connection keeps coming up in my life quite a bit whether it's about becoming who you want to be, where I've been looking at purpose and working with clients or, you know, connecting with other people that are like-minded um, and also people that aren't to actually stretch you out of your, your comfort zone as well so that you grow. Because I think, again, it's really easy to have these, these amazing quotes out there. You know, you're the average of the five people you spend your time with, but you also need people around you that are going to challenge you, that are going to challenge the status quo and that are going to help you to really grow, opposed to just having people that are like you. So loneliness is more around thinking about the feeling. And it is. it was on Jay Shetty's podcast I was listening to a week, and it said about it's feeling no one loves you. And that was quite hard to hear when I thought about that, to say that loneliness is no one loves you. Uh, because I wonder sometimes, you know, you can create certain habits um, in your life. So I live on my own myself and I don't deem myself to be lonely. But I do think of times I think it'd be nice to be with someone or be nice to, you know, sometimes I'll go home and it's lovely to be with the family um, and, you know, stay away for a couple of evenings with family. But I don't feel lonely. So I just thought it was really interesting um again thinking about that that no one loves you because I know that I'm loved I'm just not perhaps loved by a partner as such from a relationship perspective but I know I'm loved from my friends and I know I give love to them as well but we need to really look at how we look at our true authentic self and knowing what being happy means to us and I think this goes back to looking at your purpose and knowing yourself really well you know know thyself and you could do this in two ways to kind of break this down um, again, Jay Shetty gave this great example. I'm not going to steal anybody's um, what they do because that wouldn't be right. But he said, grab two lists and write down things you like about yourself and things you don't like about yourself. And uh, he sounds, it says it sounds simple, but that's the point. We, again, we overcomplicate. We think we have to make things really hard. And why do we do that to ourselves? It's crazy. I remember there's a Richard Branson quote as well around just being simple and just why do we create so much hard work for ourselves? And be curious. So do that list and see what you see and notice what you notice. It might be that you think you write down, you know, I really enjoy drawing. It's like, well, when do I ever draw? You know, I, I took a knot GCSE, but I've never drawn since. I loved it then because it was creative. Yet I challenge why I'm not creative now. So write down things on there and then just explore it. Be open-minded. And it might be then that you think, actually, I would love to get involved with drawing or going to a class or doing a course. And then you will start to meet people. That's how you'll start to connect. But what's more powerful about those connections are that, that it's not a dead intention of I have to have friends and I have to have connections for the sake of it. But it's you are aligning your set of values and what you enjoy and you desire according to someone else who also has the same desires therefore you have common ground and therefore you have meaning so looking at how we connect with people and what those connections are about and making sure that they are really strong connections and um you know you you, you look at this in a way of kind of integrity is really really important 
So the way we approach all of our relationships, I truly believe is key to success. It absolutely is. And I also truly believe we need to be more vulnerable with our relationships. We need to be telling people what we need from them, whether it's a partner, our mum, our dad, our brothers, our sisters, our aunties, our uncles, our cousins, everybody, our friends. We need to say, I need this from you, or that's not helping me right now. We need to be vulnerable and we need to be honest. And we need to feel that we can be authentic and genuine with them. Because if we can't be, who can we be that with? And there will be less judgment if we do that. There is an okay saying, you know, it's okay to say, I'm not okay, or it's okay to just have an okay day. These sayings are, you know, be kind to others. We, we, we say these things, these words, language, and these sayings, but we have to live by them. I and mean, we have to really show up believing them of ourselves and of others. And I'm going to go into that bit about the toxics. You know, sometimes people will say that others that are really positive, you know, it's toxically too much. And I had somebody approach me this week, actually, on social media, and they turned around to me on Instagram. And they said, you're always positive all the time. Um, and I said, okay, thank you for that. And then they continued and said, well, um, you know, you need to hang out with me and see that people are just negative and they're not very nice. And I said, well, I thank you for that, but I don't. And I said, and sometimes you need to be more open-minded potentially that others that seem positive will also be having their own internal struggles. So don't assume. And I think this is what we do a lot as well. We assume we know others. And we assume things of ourselves that aren't isn't true. So again, we have to be open-minded and we have to be curious. And my view on this is that you one need to stop judging yourself, and you two need to stop judging others. And what I actually said is I think that you're probably just uh putting your emotions and feelings about how you feel about yourself onto me by saying that you know it's very toxically. Uh, positive and you want to be more positive so you know there was a level of challenge back I wasn't I didn't mean to be rude in that way but I don't think it's okay to just share with somebody that you're that and make them feel bad we shouldn't be doing wanting to do that of anybody and truth be told the reality is that like I said they're probably just maybe is they're they're hiding something or they aren't feeling um able to share some things now for me personally I, I'm quite confident uh I wasn't sharing anything. I just wake up thinking I want to make this day amazing. And I love embracing every day and filling it with positivity. And yeah, I have moments where they crap and I get frustrated and annoyed. Um, but I know how to manage myself within now. I've done a lot of my own development on working on how do I um, serve myself well and how do I get the best out of me and how do I therefore then get the best out of others? And a question I continually ask myself with working with others now whether it's clients or working in teams um, and even family, is our question, if something doesn't go how I want it to or to plan, our question what I could have done better in that scenario, what like what was it that I could have done, not someone else, and then I would look to think about how they reacted as well. So I'm constantly challenging myself. And we need to be understanding as much as we can be, but more importantly, it's about having empathy and understanding how someone else is. And I think that also can then help to bring you a calmer peace of mind, which I think is really important. I think in kind of, you could say combating, it depends how we approach this or stopping feeling lonely, it's important that we find a routine 
So very successful high performers have routine. You know, they get up at similar times in the morning, they have a routine in the evening, and they know how they work. They are in control. And there is so much that can very much stress us out, especially in the world at the moment, you know, uh, job, right, you know, jobs not being available, rising unemployment, money problems, people moving house. That's an immense stress that I've um, endured many a time, um, not being the weight they want to be and, you know, looking in the mirror and giving themselves a hard time. And I think in that, you know, you need to just give yourself time and space. Uh, and, and adding that structure can sometimes really help with that control element in feeling that we know what we're doing. Question the root of why you feel lonely. You know, be curious again. We have between 60 to 90,000 thoughts a day. I'll say that again. We have between 60 to 90,000 thoughts every single day. And to think that potentially, again, this is... Um, backed up uh, facts 94% of them can be negative Uh, it's just mind-blowing these figures so we have a responsibility to to really own our thoughts and change the way we see things and, and bring these thoughts into our conscious state so that we can then make right decisions going forward on what we focus on and a great way to challenge that thought process is sometimes to act as if or um, put yourself in a second person and ask yourself some key challenging questions. I think it's really powerful when we do that. And again, it's just inviting you to try something, be different and be open minded to think, oh, it's not going to work, but it, it just might be hopeful and just give it a go. Someone shared this with me this week on a networking breakfast I was on, and it was a group of uh, business women entrepreneurs. Um, It was amazing. It was around 20 of us, and we were sharing what we do. So, yeah, great thing to be doing on a Friday morning. Loved it. And again, like, I invite you to try things like that. Just I've, It was my first one I've ever done. I absolutely loved it. It was really interesting hearing about what others do. And one of the entrepreneurs uh, or the women in business, uh, she shared with us a tool or exercise to do. And she said, make sure you come to my call with something like a lemon or an orange and come with a pillow or a cuddly. So I went with my favorite pillow um, and I went with a lemon and we looked at really like getting to smelling the lemon and feeling it and, um, you know, like closing your eyes and, and seeing what thoughts come from smelling that lemon. So this sounds a bit crazy potentially, but it was really useful. And it just, for me, like I love lemons. It made me feel... Uh, you know, you feel fresh, you feel kind of energetic. What do I associate with lemon? Well, the colour yellow. And what does yellow mean to me? Well, it means energy. It means like bright, sunshine. So all these connotations that we associate with words and colours, etc. And, and objects. And and then she got us to grab the pillow. And um, we had to hug it and close our eyes. And I swear I could have been in that moment for five minutes and not put that pillow down. It was so powerful. Now, obviously, you feel like a little bit of a burk because you're sitting in your room. If you're kind of in that second person or standing to the side, you're looking at the yourself hugging a pillow. Um, but it was really powerful. 
And again, this is it's very similar with um, some of the tools I'll do with coaching with clients. Like it sounds really silly when you explain it or get people to do it, but the effect and the feeling that you can get from doing these things is phenomenal. So it's just that thing of just be open-minded and give it a go. And if you're doing it in group scenario things, laugh and just, just have a bit of fun with it. You know, don't judge one another, just see what it feels. And again, like you'll, you'll purge your emotions in laughing and having, you know, seeing the funny side of something is going to bring you more happiness and positivity. So we know these effects will have positive effects on us as well. Um, if we just choose to give them a go and again maybe that's the point we need to choose to stop being lonely and choose to be happy so yeah I just felt that it was really powerful and it uh, definitely helped after lockdown as well because it just made me resonate on the last four or five months and you know I I adore seeing my family, especially my niece, and giving big cuddles and things. Like it makes us feel good. So do what more of what makes you feel good. Uh, it is really important to remember that loneliness is a state of mind. Yeah. So like at the start, I said it isn't a problem. It is something that comes off of the back. It's the way we feel about something. So we can train our mind to see things differently. And I said this, I think, in my previous podcast that, you know, that people say you can't teach an old drug new tricks. Well, you can. And people that say that have the old fixed mindset. And that's a fact. Um, so we can always rewire our neurons. And one thing we can do is write down the five top thoughts that we have. And I want these to be more negative, okay? I'm inviting you to think negative here. So I'm not all about the positive as that um, wonderful person shared with me in a week, bless them. Um, so I think we then need to look at how do we reframe them? And this is something I love doing with coaching is reframing the way we see things. So an example might be, if you say, I feel I'm stupid, uh, because uh, that's what I was always told at school. I was told I would never get A grades. I would never get into this at university, etc. Um, you know, you might be thinking all of that, but really ask yourself actually, what evidence do you have? Because if you did get into uni, if you did get the A grades, why do you feel stupid just because someone might have said, "Oh, you're stupid"? And these, you know, people do say these things to us. This is why we are kind of in our later ages in life and we get to these points and then we start to fear more, we start to procrastinate more, we start to feel less confident than we were when we were younger. And actually, it should be the other way, right? So really look at what evidence you have and consider, is it possible um, that you actually have other, other gifts? Be open to this idea and think, is it possible opposed to I am? And there's that quote, I think, or, you know, saying that, you know, the art of the possible. Start thinking like that. What if? You know, that's a great question to ask people. Yeah, I understand. I, I hear what you say. And you said X, Y, and Z. What if? And just leaving that moment for someone to kind of ponder and reflect. It's just, again, it's really powerful. And again, it's about being kind to yourself and taking gradual steps. So some of this is very repetitive. And again, that's great because it means that there's less for us to do, but we actually just need to do some of these things and take action. But take gradual steps, step by step, okay? Really important. And be aware of this and explain what things could mean to your own self. You know, look at what you're thinking and how do you show up in your life and how do these things show up in other areas as well? 
really question that a lot. I say that saying quite a lot. My mum asked me about it in the week. What do you mean by show up? And I said, well, it's kind of that saying out there now, I think, isn't it? Like, you know, how do we appear is what she's um, changed the words to. And I said, you know, that's what it means to you. That's fine, mum. But for me, I associate that language more with how I choose to rock up to the gym or the workplace or to my friends and my family. You know, I'll be very different uh, in behaviours demeanor and you know um my thoughts and my 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 attitude everything when I'm with different people that's not saying I'm a different person but you just naturally do we adapt and we're agile and I think this is what's unique about us but we could do a tool of writing letters to yourself and noting things down so people say this sometimes this is woo woo why do I write stuff down you know I've got my phone nowadays I can do voice notes I can do recordings it's not the same it's really not the same as writing something down honestly I write so much down I doodle quite a lot because uh, I've it just gets things out of my mind um, I do a lot of brain dumps where I literally write down everything and I often feel that's quite a great release if I just feel like that complete brain fog is just a literally could do a brain dump of every single thought that's on my mind and I look at things and think gee it's not really that bad you're just overthinking this girl so let's go again and again like I talk to myself like that or you could write a letter to me uh, to to me tomorrow and um, so you know today I'm grateful for and I hope for again that word hope coming through I think it's also really important to sometimes look at how we are in terms of male and female and the the male species um, is more conditioned not to show their emotions and getting to the root of loving yourself and self-care care is key so how can we help sometimes those that aren't able to do that as easily or feel that they can't do it as easily and I think one way we do this is to really look at how we decide to take action and the decisions that we make we need to be proactive opposed to reactive and one way to be proactive is to really take time and reflect and sometimes we need to ask ourselves again some of these challenging questions so this is where I think it's really useful that loneliness isn't just about you know well get out your comfort zone go and meet new people go and do meditation you know take the first step of getting your exercise on Monday morning it's not that easy I don't think to say those things and again, I drew upon, I drew upon that in the beginning of this podcast. So I think taking a step back, and this is something that men will potentially find will work for them in a way of doing it, um, it and just reflect and know that it's not healthy always to be in a fight or flight mode. We need to just slow things down and identify what's happening in our life and then we can be slightly more safe in those areas where we can evaluate evaluate and validate things and I think it goes without saying that loving yourself has to be the key so working out what is it that you need to overcome and sustain and how to process these things be less reactive and identify what's happening in your life don't be the closed book or defensive Maybe that person, as we said at the start with the positive side of things, that is that positive, is actually the one that is really crying out for someone to just say, are you okay? Be that person who shows compassion and and kindness and is observant and understanding to others. Again, that empathy part. Often why I volunteer is because I feel 
when people share with me that I'm the only person they've told, I feel a, I guess there's a little bit of pressure with it that I need to make sure that they feel okay before they leave me. There's also a tremendous amount of reward in that when somebody says, you're the only one I've told. And, uh, you know, I feel like I often say, I, I'm, I'm delighted you shared that with me. I'm, I'm very um, grateful. Um, I know that, you know, it shows immense strength from yourself. And thank you. And, you know, all words that are endearing to somebody and, and genuine as well. And I think, again, tone with how you say things can come across and, and make an impact. So, you know, making sure that you are kind to others and listen and know that you may be the only person that have told this to is really key. Um, it sounds really crazy to think that it's easier to sometimes tell a stranger things, but I actually look back. I remember when I was doing PT sessions years ago with um, or with my PT, and I used to ramble about some stuff for a good hour at him, bless him. And um, interestingly, now I coach um, PTs and online coaches, and the topic that often comes up is all around. They just feel emotionally drained by the end of a day because they've been with people that have just downloaded um, everything onto them. And they said, I've got no idea what they're talking about because I don't know any of their friends or family, but they just share so much with me. And then they share with me that they're the, <laughs> I'm the only person they've told. So I feel a massive responsibility in helping them. And that's on top of the fact that I've got to help them in, you know, their actual exercise and their, their food as well and, their, you know, nutrition and everything. So, uh, you know, I think it's uh, something that we just need to be mindful of and that people will share things and how we, again, that bringing that self-care for ourselves when we're in those, uh, those environments uh, or those jobs even. And uh, try something new. You know, there's a real thing I'm looking at at the moment, which is a shift in energy with music. And uh, I thought about this a lot because I noticed I've stopped this week doing any cardio to audibles because I just don't get the same motion. I don't have the same energy or enthusiasm. And um, I've started doing some old school playlists, taking me back to days when I absolutely used to love going out, clubbing and my dance music and house music and everything. And it's just brought a complete, I've had the best week training ever this week, just from the fact that I've given myself uh, a bit of space and not felt the pressure to think, oh, I've got to listen to another Audible today. Come on, let's get free free books this week. Like, I'm like, no, I really just want to enjoy this music. I love it. So things like that as well, you know, it's not just about meditation as I said and things just be open-minded try different things for you and find out what works you know you are unique and that's what makes us all amazing so those are my kind of final tips uh I think the bits around self-care yes make sure you do get enough sleep make sure you drink water meditate exercise go and get a cuddle from someone if even I think there's even science out there that backs up that if you um stroke a cat and have cuddles of um, cats and dogs that that can really have a relaxing effect on us so you know just take the first step with something uh, we know that action negates procrastination fear and any lack of confidence we have so we just we need to just try things and give it a go um, but let's not forget that it's a state of mind so being mindful is key acknowledge this and empower yourself to believe that you are capable the more than you think and you deserve to be happy be patient, be kind, and have compassion. 
So thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. I've been a kind of up and down one with thoughts. I've just been thinking about stuff as well and back and forth and experiences. So I hope it's been of value. If you haven't yet listened to my podcast from last week, I spoke all around why volunteering is really important. So I highly recommend you check that out, especially if it's something that you're looking to get into and the kind of link it has with gratitude. Please connect with me on all of my social media. I'm at Natalie Potts Coaching Everywhere, apart from my Facebook group, which is A Living a Vibrant Life. And I love to hear from you. So drop me a message, share away if you know it can help someone else as well. Please make sure you leave a comment because the more comments I get, then um, the more people will be reached through my podcasts and hopefully I can help more people, which is the aim. Uh, always um, have a superb day and a great week. And I'm going to leave you with a quote. I would usually leave you with that bit but I'm going to leave you with Gandhi's quote. And it was, that it's easy to stand in a crowd, but it takes courage to stand alone. So my words of wisdom to you after that are, find the courage, you know, find the courage not to feel lonely and take the right next steps and to believe that you can. Bye.